the Pasuk in Megillah's Esther, Parak after we've been saved and after, uh, at this point, the Sanhedrin, Mordechai and Esther specifically are involved in putting together the chiyuvim, the obligations, the mitzvahs that we're going to have as a result of this great Yom Tov. It says, Kimu v'kiblu ha-yehudim alehem v'yalzaram v'yalkol ha-nulvim alehem. Everybody accepted, they just accepted to take upon themselves for every single year that we're going to celebrate these two days of Purim, the Yud Dalit and the Tesv of Avadar. And these days are going to be remembered and they're going to be practiced in every generation, every family, every country, every city. And then the last... Line in the pasuk says, "These days of Purim will last forever." That's what the pasuk says. These days of Purim will never leave from among the Jewish people, and their memory, Lo Yosef, will never be extinguished from their children. And we know the Medrash that says, "Call Asim all the Moadim." We have to figure out what this means. But it definitely means that the Meha Purim Einam Betalim Liolam. Something that's going to be at some point apparently lacking from the other Moadim, but the days of Purim will be Einam Betalim Liolam. We know this is difficult because it's impossible that one day there should be a mitzvah that's buckled from the Torah. Just like when the Gemara says, the Gemara doesn't really say it, but they bring down from the Medrash that one day the Chazer, the pig, will be kosher. So we have to figure out what that means. There's no such thing. The Torah never changes. But it definitely means there's something about Purim which lasts forever. There's something that lasts forever. Something that's about Purim that's nitzchius, that's forever. And I think it's Kedai try to focus on what is it about Purim. There are probably many things that we could look into and say, but let's try to figure out what is it about Purim that lasts forever. What lasts forever? What in life lasts forever? You may have Purim, there's something about Purim that lasts forever. You may have Purim, Einam Betelem Leolam. This being saved from persecution, you could say, is Einam Betelem Leolam. Being saved, Behold Dovedar Chayim, the... What is it? Bechol Dor Vador? Om the Malena Lachal Oseinu. So Dlani's right. He's quoting the Haggadah. Asher Bechol Dor, but Hakadosh Baruch is Masilena Miyodam. You have to add the second part. You can't forget the second part. And the Rambam says, Sonas Yaakov, right? Kol Sifrei Hanaviim Bechol Aksum Adayim Libotel Yimos Hamashiach Chutzmi Megillas Esther. It could mean, on a simple pshat, that what it means is that. When Mashiach comes, that's going to be the talk of the town. That's going to be the talk of the day. Yitzhak Mitzrayim is going to be Shvach HaMaisis. That's what the Gemara says. No, the Gemara says, the Gemara says, it's not that Yitzhak Mitzrayim is going to be forgotten entirely. But we talk about the miracles that God did. You're not going to be saying, oh, and he took us out with the Makos, and he took us out with Chris That's going to be like, you know, in the summer when the rabbi's away, and then the people are on vacation, they'll talk about Yitzhak Mitzrayim. But when there's Yarchi Kala, that's what they're going to be talking about, Yemos Mashiach. So it's bottle in the sense of, that's one way to understand the Rambam and the, and the the Medrash, it's but almost says that it's not going to play a fundamental role, but Purim will always play, there's something about Purim that will always play a fundamental role. What is it about Purim that will last forever? That's Enum Betelem Leolam. There's something about Megillas Esther, something about this story that lasts forever. We want to know what lasts forever. 
Why and what is it that lasts forever? And can we tap into that and take it home with us? That's the question. The Chassam Sofer writes as follows: There is a Gemara in the beginning of Megillah Daf Beis. It's a Gemara in Gittin Lamad Vav. I was actually I know this Chassam Sofer for many years, and I'm right before maybe a half hour before I was coming. I'm looking at the Chassam Sofer. I went up the Shut Chassam Sofer. It's an archive through and looking every page because I know I have it underlined. I can't find it. I go and maybe it's in the Choshen Mishpat. I forgot the Choshen Mishpat Chassam Sofer. I can't find it. I'm, where is that? I, I know it. I'm, I'm sure it's a chasam It was in the Chedusha chasam sofer. That's the, I forget. But it wasn't in the Shot, it was in the Chedusha. In Chedusha, and Gittin, the Aflamad Vav, which is what the Gemara talks about, when Chazal make a Takana, when Chazal make a Takana, when can the next Bezdin or a later Bezdin be Mavatal that Takana? Is it possible for a later Bezdin to be Mavatal an earlier Takana of an earlier Bezdin? The Gemara, the Gemara has a discussion. So one Gemara in Beit Adafei says, If one bezin makes a, a, a tkana, a gzera, so another bezin can come and, and nullify it. As long as, long as it's a bezin, it's a kosher bezin, even if they're not greater, at the lower level bezin, they can be mevatal. That's what the Gemara says. That's a Gemara in Beit Adafei. There's another Gemara in Gittin Lamad Vav, the Gemara is in, in the beginning of Megillah, mentioning because Megillah Daf Bey is the first half of Megillah, says, Ein Bezdin Yachol Avatot Divrei Bezdin Chavero, Elam Kein Gadol Mimenu B'Chachma Vaminu. A later Bezdin cannot nullify an earlier Takana, three generations ago, four generations ago, last generation, last week. A later Bezdin cannot be Mavatol an earlier Bezdin's decree, the Gezerah, unless they are greater B'Chachma Vaminu. Okay. And then there's a third Gemara in Avodah that says, if Bezdin makes a Takana, even if Eliyahu Ubezdino, even if Eliyahu Hanavi and his Bezdin, even if the, the heavy hitters come, the heaviest hitters come, even if the Navi comes, and Eliyahu, it doesn't just say Eliyahu as a Navi, it says Eliyahu and his Bezdin comes, ain't Shamunah. There's a type of takana which, as long as you have a later bezin, they, they, can, they can nullify. There's a type of takana that if you have a, a, a bezin that's greater than chachma of a minion, then you can nullify. Then there's a type of takana where it is the once bezin puts it in place, that's it. It's less forever. No one would think that a, a bezin can come and be mevatel a part of Torah. Can't uh, we're going to do away with uh, with a certain pasuk in the Torah? It's ridiculous. It's absurd. So, so too, even the rabbis have that power. Uh, we have to figure out when and how, but there is such a thing called the Takana of Bezdin. Even if Elio Ubezdino come in Shomala, it, it's impossible. You can ne- it can never be Mavatali. So the Chassam Sofer wants to know, where, what's the source for that? What's the source that there's something that's put in place by a Bezdin, by, by Chachomim, by, 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 by Rabbonon, and, and it'll last forever. Why should it last forever? It's one thing to say you need a greater Bezdin, because maybe, maybe a later Bezdin doesn't see what the earlier Bezdin sees. So they need someone greater, but Chachom of a minion, and they sit and they, and they adjudicate, and they figure out, you know what, this doesn't apply anymore, we can be Mavatalit. But to say that it should never be Batal, it could be great Elio, the Navi comes and says, it's no longer Shaykh, we can do away with it. Ain't Shomel. Why not? Why should the rabbis have that level? And when do they have that? And how do we know that it's, there's, a, there's a circumstance when they have that level of power? So the Chassam Sofer says it's from our person. It says,
Sam Sofer says in number four that the Rambam writes, the Rambam writes, it's not just the Rambam, all the Rishonim have to say something. All the Rishonim have to say that there is some type of circumstance where Bezin can make a Takana and then it's untouchable. Bezin makes it, Bezin makes a Takana and it's untouchable. All the rabbis have to say that? No, every, all the Rishonim have to say yeah. that there's some circumstance where that exists. They argue on what's that sort, when does that happen? What type of Takana, but they have to say that it exists in some instance because the Gemara says, even if Bezdin, Eliyahu, Bezdino come and they want to be Mavato the earliest Takana, ain't Shomulo. Why ain't Shomulo? Because that's what the Gemara says. How does, how does the Gemara know that, that the rabbis do something that's untouchable? Because the Gemara, the Pasuk says, and these days of Purim will never leave the Zichrom Lo Yosef Mizaram. And they'll never, it can never be, but why? I mean, maybe, maybe a later Bezdin will come and say, you know what? Purim was nice for, you know, 2,000 years. Now we Yom Hatzmot. Now we have Yom Yerushalayim. We, we can't have so many days off. Can't have so many days off, so we have to we have to give. It's more apropos today for nowadays to have a Yom Yerushalayim. No, perm will, will has to last forever. How does he? How come? How do you know a later bezin will not come and be mivatolit? Because they can't come and be mivatolit. Why? Because this is that type of takana where even if Eliyahu Beizdino come, ain't shomalo. That's what the Rambam. That's what the Chassam Sofer says. If you look at the third line of the Chassam Sofer and get Lamed Vav, Baruch Hashem, we found it in the Chidushim, not in the Shalos and Truvas. How do they know that? How can they say that? The answer is because this is a type of takana that no matter who comes, even a greater bezin comes, it lasts forever. That's what the that's what the Chassam's office says. There's something about perm about Megillah, even though it's man-made, it's 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 rabbi-made, that it lasts forever, and even a greater bezin can't come and, and repeal. Why not? Why not? How come? What is it that lasts forever? What? Why is it rabbi-made? Yeah, I mean, were you at my share on Wednesday? Were you at my share on Wednesday? That's why you're saying that. What, why would you so what would you say why would you how would you say that it's not the Rabbana it was in the Torah I mean it's included in where is it in the Torah no. you said it last week <laughs> oh, yeah, <there's> <laughs> I believe everything you say you know, so you're alluding you know, to something that's not the Pashup shot but if you uh, it, the, the Yismach Moshe writes the Yismach Moshe writes if you look at the beginning of Paragdali you turn the page the beginning of Paragdali an incredible Kiddush incredible Kiddush it's really an unbelievable Kiddush. I've mentioned many times I had a very sharp Chavrusa when we were learning in Lakewood Minion. Very, very sharp. Much smarter than me. And I once, he would rarely give me a compliment. Rarely. And one time I, uh, I said a Pshat. I was very proud of it. And I said, uh, and, I, and he said to me, he goes, that's unbelievable. I said, thank you. He goes, no, I don't believe you would say such a thing. <laughs> I said, all right, I give up on you. That was it. Emma's the story. The Rosh Hashiva in Eretz well now. If you're thinking of sending your kid to that yeshiva, speaking, I'll tell you which one. He's, not, he's a wonderful guy. Very sharp. Very sharp. So the false success in Perak Dalid. I never learned with him again, by the way. That was good for me. I'm done. I'm out of here. I'm done. I'm going to go compliment him very nice. Thank you very much. We give compliments. Wow. He said that Lord, Mordechai knew every... What does that mean? It's the end of Paragimel. Paragimel, by the way, at the Hashkamash here this week, um, after the Hashkamah, my plan is to read the Megillah. 
we're going to we're not we're not doing anything. We're going to read the Megillah inside, and while we read the Megillah, we'll say some Mahalachim, say some Pshatim. But just to read the Pasha Pshat in the Megillah, and we'll do a little bit of Nesivas Hamishpah. We'll look a little bit from the Divrei Chaim, but just to, just to read the words. And Mordechai Yada, what happens in the end of Paragimel? And the Paragimel, the Jews are going to be the Shvela Hashmid, Laharug Abed. So Mordechai goes into a state of mourning. Mordechai understood what was going on. He heard about the the evil plan, and therefore etc. Yismach Moshe says, I'm only saying this because Lenny just brought it up, Yismach Moshe says, we mentioned this on Sunday, we mentioned this uh, last week, Yismach Moshe says that it says in the Pasuk, it says in the Pasuk, Hashem says to Moshe, write the story of Mechias HaMolek, write it down in a Sefer, and place it in the ears of Yoshua. What's, what is it? We never find the Lashon like that. Place it in the ears of Yeshua. What, is, what does he want him to do? Whisper it in his ears? Yismach Moshe says yes. He wants him to whisper in his ears. Already at the time of Matan Torah, they knew there was going to be a decree to destroy the Jews, and they knew there was going to be a big tshuva, there was going to be a kimu of a kiblu, and they knew that there was going to have to be almost a fake out. Mordechai knew exactly what was going on. He understood that there was going to be a decree. He also understood that the Jews were going to do tshuva, and he also understood that the Kodesh Baruch was going to save them. But he couldn't let on, because if he had told the Jews, if he had told the Yehudim, that, uh, you know, don't worry about it, <laughs> this is just, it's not really going to happen, then no one would do tshuva. You only do tshuva when you think, maybe this is real, maybe this is, right? So Mordechai Yoda, Mordechai really knew what was going on, it's a dindaraisa to read the Megillah. That's not the Pashat Shah. The Pashat Shah, you, know, you can say that, like I, like I said, you can say that at the Purim Suh, they have one or two drinks. That Mordechai, but that's not the, of course not, the Pashat Shah is, that they didn't know what was going on, they really thought they were going to be destroyed, and they have this big yomtif. V'zichrim Yosef Mizarim. It's going to last forever. It's a dindarabonon. Call it a din midivre kabbalah, which is, uh, it, it's maybe stronger than a typical derabbanon because it exists in the Nach. But it's a din derabbanon, and it, you know, what's, it's going to land. There's something about Purim that lasts forever. And the Pasuk says it itself. The Gemara in Beitza says as follows, Amr of Yochanan, Meshim, Elazar, Reb Shimon. Harotha, she yiskaimu nechaz, somebody who wants his property, I'm paying a number five in the Maramakama, somebody who wants his property to last forever, to last a long time. So you should plant a tree. Trees last for a long time, typically. Typically, trees plant last for a long time. We tried planting an, an esrog tree. It didn't last a long time. But, but if you plant the right tree in the right climate, it lasts a long time. Because my neighbor planted a tree. He's not here tonight. My neighbor planted a tree. And he, he planted five years ago. He got he got an esrog. A beautiful, big, beautiful esrog. Really? One esrog in five years. Yeah, sure. 100% culture. Plays in his backyard. He takes it in and out. Does it come from Egypt? Come from Egypt? Doesn't have to come from Egypt. (laughs) Bergen feels fine. Bergen feels fine. (laughs) That's what they tell you in the store. (laughs) Ed is getting Sukkot and Pesach mixed up. The puzzle says, somebody who wants his property to last for a long time, Yitab Bahenish, plants a certain type of tree. What's the name of that tree? It's called an Adar. Yitab Adar. The word ador, al dor, dor, it should go for, dor means for generation. The kaimi ledori dori, and ador is, the, whatever that tree is, it's a strong, it's an, a, a tree that's an adir, it's strong, and it lasts forever. Ador has in it a, ador is, represents a type of a tree that lasts 
for many generations, and it has in it a yomtif that lasts forever, that can't be bottled even by a greater bezin in later generations. <clears throat> There's an Indian of Simcha during Adar. Mishinichnas Ador, Narbim Besimcha. We mentioned in the Drush a few weeks ago. What that means is Mishinichnas Ador, once, not once Ador comes around in the calendar, although that's true also. Once Ador enters into you, once you allow Ador to enter into us, once we absorb the lessons of Ador, <laughs> that will bring a Reboy Simcha. What's a, what is Simcha? <clears throat> What's Simcha? Simcha is joy. Simcha, as opposed to the word happy. What does the word happy mean? To be the Simcha. Happy is from the Lashon of happen. Like Vayikar. To happen. A simcha is not happiness. Happiness means you could be happy now, you could be sad later. That's not Simcha. Simcha, Torah Simcha, Simcha pi Torah, means that the joy doesn't leave. That's that's simcha, not happiness. Happiness can come and go. Simcha means like the like the lotion of the the sifre chasidus. Simcha paretz is gvul. Simcha paretz is geder. It's higher than this. This world has gvulim. It has boundaries. It has time. It, it 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 lasts for a certain period of time and then it dissipates. But if someone experiences true simcha, simcha. Rav Palm said. Rav Palm said. That simcha, that's such an important vart. Simcha, the way to tell if you were true, you had a good time. How do you, how do you, how can you tell if you experience simcha? If, when it's, when the event is over, how are you feeling now? If you still, you know, after Purim, it's, it's Shusham Purim. That was great. And I, I, and I still feel loose from it. I feel, I still feel free, open. I still feel connected. That's simcha. Simchas, you go on a trip and you have a, you know, you do something vild and it's fun for that moment and the moment it's over and it's like, what in the, what did I just, why did I, what did I do? Why did I do it? I feel sick. I feel, that's not the, so then even when I was doing it, that's not simcha. Even when, even the time of joy that I was happy, that I was, when I was doing it and I was feeling great and happy, that's not simcha. That's happiness. That lasts for a moment. That lasts for, uh, for a day. Simcha means it lasts forever. Adar, is Dari Dari, forever. Purim, forever, forever. Megillah, lo Yosef Mizar. Simcha, forever. Ahava. What's Ahava? What's not love? What's Ahava? What does Ahava, what does the mission say? Ezi Ahava? What's an Ahava that lasts? Ahava, She'ena, Tulia Bedover. What does Eina Tulia Bedover mean? Lasts forever. Tulia Bedover means that Ahava that's you know, they say Ahava that's Tulia Bedibur. Also doesn't last. If you always have to be talking, that's not a sign of Ava. Ava means Anatulia Bedivor. You can just be. Ahava Sha'inatulia Bedavar. It's not totally on, well, this is going wrong, so the Ava just, you know <laughs> Well, I guess you know, you don't love me anymore, so we'll move on. That's not a Hava. Ahava means that it lasts forever. Ahava Sha'inatulia Bedavar. So the, these Yesodos of Simcha, of Purim, of Adar of Ahava, these are things that last forever. That, that they, even after the event is over, Megillah's over, the perm, it happened, La Yosef Mizarm, Zichram La Yosef, it lasts forever. The, you plant the tree now, it's around, for many, after you're long gone, the tree is around for a very, for much longer than you were able to, to, to stick around. Simcha, parade together, it's, it, it breaks the boundaries, it's, it lasts forever. How do you say happy? Huh? It's not Simcha? I don't know if you'd say happy. 
I don't know if you would say that. I don't know if you'd say that. Well, the way you would say it, then you would say is hololos. Hololos means, that's what the Rambam says, the, the idea of Purim is not to be hololos. When you get drunk and you're running around like a Meshuggah, and there's no, there's no connection to Akadosh Baruch, and then you end up in a, you know, end up in a stretcher in a hospital, that's not simcha, but it was great when I was drinking, I, mean, I had a great time. That's not simcha, that's what the Rambam says, that's hololos. That's, that's quick fixes, that's not, that's not, that's not what the Torah is talking about when it says, Adam Arbim Basimcha. So now, we're talking about this month is about foreverness. We see it. Adar has it, Purim has it, Megillah has it, Simcha has it. Where do you find foreverness in the Torah? Where's the foreverness? Where's the first foreverness? Having children. Why is that foreverness? Pruravu? Excellent. Excellent. Lenny, excellent. What's the word, what's the first word of having children? What's the first word? Pru. Pru is the poor of Purim, right? Isn't that right? The word poor is the pru or avu. That's what the word poor means. Here? Right on. Lenny's. Give an extra bowl of show. I read your notes. It's not in my notes. Poor is lots. Poor is also, yeah. Lots. So that's good. That's good. There's a lot more to be said on that, but we're gonna we're gonna hold it. A lot more to say. Chayv inishlep somi bepuria, puria means a bed. So it means a bed. Tamachacham is allowed to lie in three cases. Mesechta. Yes. So did you learn shas yet? So you can lie. I could lie. I could say yeah, I learned shas. <laughs> and if you learn shas, that so means if you if you've learned it, but the person that asking to know something. He wants to know a halachi, not a lie. If they, you can't be an honor in such a situation. But it says, you never do this masechta for no reason, you're allowed to lie. Masech, the Mar says you're allowed to lie for Puriya. Puriya, what is Puriya? He's asking personal questions. You're asking personal questions? I don't have to, I don't have to tell you my personal life. That's Puriya. <clears throat> Where's la'olam, the word la'olam? It says by the eight hachayim. Hashem says, let's read the psukim, because you're not going to believe the psukim now. Read the psukim now carefully. You're not going to believe these psukim. I'll read it out loud if you don't have a sheet. Vayomer Hashem Elokim, in ha'adam haya ke'echad mimenu, l'das tovara, v'yatav pen yishlach yado. This the adam eight from the eight l'das tovara. We have to. He has to leave Gan Eden. Pen yishlach yado. Maybe he'll now stretch out his hand. V'lokach gam me'etz hachayim. We'll take from the etz hachayim. What will happen? V'achal and he'll eat it. V'chay and he'll live l'olam. When we talk about La'ol, when we talk about the month of Adar, we have to talk about the Yitzhakayim. Because Yitzhakayim is that place in the world, that, that makom in the world, that, that fruit, that tree, that eighth of the world, which lasts, where if you attach to that, then you let it last forever. That's what Yitzhakayim Hilamachazikimah, the Torah is the Yitzhakayim, Yitzhakayim he, that's, that's what we understand that, uh, the things in the world that last forever. Torah and mitzvahs. Torah, the Eitzachayim. Now, tell me, what do you have to do in order to get into the Eitzachayim? Someone tell me. How do you get into the Eitzachayim? How do you get in there? You can't get in there. Why can't you get in there? Why can't you get in there? Because it's being blocked. What's it being blocked by? And what are the crew of them holding? 
What kind of swords? Cherev what? Cherev what? What does the Pesach say? Cherev? Hamis ha-peches. Hamis ha-peches is Loshem v'na hafok. Do you hear it? The lot ha-cherev hamis ha-peches. It's going round and round in the opposite direction. Back and forth, back and forth. In order to get through, this Pesach says, just a Pesach, and we're thrown out of Gan Eden. And what's, what are the crew holding? The only way to get through is to go through a state called Vinahapochu, which is perfect. They're holding the Lahat Hachiri. You see it? Halat Hacherva Mishapeches. Imriyam says this. That's the son of the Svasemis, the Gera Rebbe. Lahat Hacherva Mishapeches is derechet. You want to get to the Eitz Hachayim? You have to go through Purim. What does go through Purim mean? You have to Vinahapochu. <laughs> What's going to happen to me? Esther. Esther. Esther is the queen. She's the, she's the hero, the heroine, the hero. It's an amazing thing. The Gemara says as follows. And Rafutna says something. It's a, they say, they say that it's a keeper. It's a keeper. As follows. The Gemara says that the reason why the Parsha of Nazir is Right next to the comes after the parsha of Sota. Why did the parsha of Nazir after the parsha of Sota? Sota, who's the Sota? Who's the Sota? Sota is the woman unfaithful, or maybe she's unfaithful, possibly unfaithful, right? Possibly unfaithful. So, in a sense, I guess we could say again that for um, for for tan for tanugim. For Tanugit, for a quick fix, she's willing to throw away the whole family for, for, for a croy, for a rye. Tanugit, what do you mean? You don't know she's guilty. So that's if, the whole, if, that's, if, 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 that's the if, whole she's, right, she's guilty. To, to, the husband warns her and she ha- does something wrong, otherwise we wouldn't have a go for the story. She has yichud after the husband says, please don't have yichud with this man anymore. And she goes and she has yichud. And now we're not sure if she did the act. But she certainly did something that was inappropriate. That's what Hannah says. Remember Hannah? Hannah says, if you don't give... We have to do this Gemara. If you don't... Hashem says to Hashem, Hashem, if you don't give me children, Hashem, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go. I'm going to I'm going to lock myself in a room with another man. I'm going to have to drink from the waters of the the, the, the Mayamara, the Mesota. And then, I didn't do anything wrong, and then you're going to have to bless me with children. <laughs> She's using the Torah to... You know, sometimes we find that the, the greats were able to do that. Yeah. Maybe did something wrong. Maybe did something wrong. If she did what she was not supposed to do, then she did, uh, then she did very wrong. <coughs> Gemara says, what brings her to this? It could happen to a man and a woman. You know, it goes away, and then you take a little drink, you have a little bit of wine, and it makes you a little tipsy, and then you do something and you wake up. I can't believe that happened. So the Gemara says, Haroa Sota Bikulkula. Somebody who sees a Sota in that state, Yazir Atzma Menayayin. You can't, you can't not leave an effect on a person. Say, wine's not for me. There was these ads out, you know, I don't have to say this in this company, but we know these ads, we have children, we have children. Be careful, there's ads out now, you know, and Avos is nice, and, and the Shiva world. The, the kids are getting, you know, what do you call stone, punch drunk, stone drunk, you know. And they end up, you know, it's, it's fun, it's fun, it's fun. And then, then they're, and then they almost die. And then, and sometimes God forbid that that does happen. 
Rahmana would slide, right? So, quick, quick fix. You see that. The next year, you say, you know what? If I was a teenager, I don't know if, you know, if you're a teenager, everything, you're always smart when you're older. But, you know, so, you should look and say, you know what? This is crazy. This is, Yazir You see someone go through that. Yazir Rav Hutner says, Esther's going in, into Achashverosh. She's married, she's a married woman, she's married to Mordechai. She's going into the, to, she's marrying Achashverosh. That is a Sota. That is a Sota. That's a married woman with another man. Amazing. So Rav Hutna says, we have to really absorb what this means. So it says, Haroah Sota Bilkulkula, in a wrong context, Yazir Atzmam and Hayayin, but Haroah Sota Bitikuna, somebody sees someone doing something wrong, especially on that level. But imagine... Imagine that you don't know this. You, you, from the outside, you say, this is crazy. What's happening? You don't know what's going on. And you see her go in to Achashverosh, and it turns out that it was actually to save all of Am Yisrael. You know what you do? You know what you do then? You don't go away from one. You know what you do? You drink one. Let's look at that Rav Hutna. It's a one line. In, in number seven, in Tzamech Gimel, the Gemara and Brachos, Tanya Rebbe Omer, Somehow, somehow, there's a tremendous, unbelievable v'nahafochu here. V'nahafochu means it looks on the outside like a terrible, terrible avera, but it turns out that it's the most unbelievable mitzvah that could be happening. And that because of this event, she saves all of Klal Yisrael. Or what we call maybe an avera l'shma. Yeah, yeah. Two things. One, isn't, wasn't she already with Achashveros before, the, before she went? She was married. I mean, she had a, the first that he took her, so she was forbidden. She right. should have been forbidden. And, and it turns, and it turns, and Mordechai, and Mordechai somehow tells her, and she was, the Gemara says, she, she, can, never, she, she can, can never, never she never could go, the Gemara says, she never could go, Ava, Kasher Avadti Avadti. But that's the second time. Right. The first time, if, if she gets raped, it's not a problem. The second time, she's going back. Right. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's that's, that's, that's the Gemara Sanhedrin. Mm-hmm. Now, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a mm-hmm. and maybe, maybe he's a guy. It, it's a good question. Right, it's a good question. It's a good question. But listen, you're, 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 you're asking great halakha questions, but you see what's happening. Uh-huh. You see, you see the event. Haro Atzmo, Haro Soto Bikulkula, Ravna says Soto Bikulkula. I mean, it's something to consider. If you turn the page now, you just see, when we're introduced, when we're introduced to Esther, we're introduced to Esther, right? The Sota, when she declares that she agrees with what the Kohen said, that whatever, whatever will happen, will happen. If she did it, then terrible what's going down. If she did it, she's going to be blessed with children. She says two words, Amen. But we're introduced to Esther, the first word that we hear is Amen. Look at the pasuk in Megillah Sefer Perak Beis. Ishu the Holy Bishushan Abiro Shmuvna Kaben Yor Ben Shimi Ben Kish Ishimini Asher Hagla Mishum Hagla Asher Hagla Right in pasuk Zayin by He Omein Es Hadas He Esther Bastodo Ki Ein La Avayim He Omein Es Hadas So that's the that the same Omein where the woman who is the soul to agrees 
to that if she did whatever she did, if she did it wrong, then she's going to take the punishment. Esther is introduced as having that same conviction of a may. A may means absolutely. This is what's going to be. This is what I have to do. And she's the one who is the salt of Tikkun. But let's understand a little bit more. Yeah. I, I, I still have a problem with the use of the word salt. She's not a salt. She she goes into the relationship with Ahasuerus willingly. She's and a sota is someone who does it by against no, her no, will. No, no. Sota, there's doubt if she did anything. Listen, if she didn't do it, she's a sota sophic. If she did, she's called a sota vadai. No, she's a sota. She's a, that's called a sota. Sota vada. Sota vadai is a woman who had an affair. A sota sophic is a woman in the parsha that we're not sure if she did it. But if she did do it, that's called a sota. By the way, by the way, it's interesting. What? She's an itinerary. No, no. If, she, if, she, if she definitely did, and there are two aid, and there's no key, you know, she's called a salt of vodka, and then she loses her. She, and, and, and. So there's an anxious issue with, who, 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 does, who does what she shouldn't do, has an affair, so then she's a salt of vodka. And then there's a salt of something, and that's the story that you're talking about. But if a woman does it, so then it's called a salt of vodka. really voluntarily? What by by, Acher, by Esther? Yeah. Yes. No. Well, I don't know. I mean, he came sure. here, so he gathered yeah. around all the women. You know, halacha lemaisa. This is brought up in the Shavuos Yaakov. It's, I, mean, it's not, I don't think we should spend too much time on this now. But it's mamish halacha lemaisa question. It's a scary question where there was a um, there was a group of people, some men and women. They were going on some trip and they were attacked by uh, by a gang. and They were going to kill them, and the woman somehow seduced the men. And as a result, they decided, you know, fine, they're not going to. They'll live with her. They'll rape her, and they're not going. Uh, I don't know if you call it a rape. She agreed to be with them, and as a result, they, they let everybody live. So afterwards, they wanted to know, can she go back to her husband? So they were saying, let's, let's, what about Esther? Was Esther able to go back? Was Esther able to do it? I mean, Esther surely was able to do it. Was she able, are you, is a woman allowed to do such a thing? She saved a lot of people. Yarek Vayavur. Gileyarayos. Yarek Vayavur. So this is a, this is all part of the big question of can you can you learn from Esther? Is the and the whether you can learn from Esther? Can learn from Esther? Yeah, you can't use that as a as a. Others say no. This is exactly a good point. So, but let's not go into the halacha. That's a good. That's a good. We'll save that for Sunday morning. And really, by the way, the sort of that discussion is when we say that the three averes are yagva yavur. Is that also apply to save a rabbin? Does it apply to save? Millions of Jews. Does it apply to save Am Yisrael? Or not? Can you worship Avodah Zara in order to save a, a Tzibur? Can you kill someone in order to worship a Tzibur? Can you be over Gilead Rios in order to save a Tzibur? That's a good question, right? You would think, yes? What would you think? Toma Hutcher B'Tzibur, no? Toma Hutcher B'Tzibur, but not the, but not the Ritzich is not can you can you kill in order to? No, let to sacrifice yourself for somebody else. I'm not somebody else. I'm sacrificing myself for Am Yisrael. Oh, the logic would say yes, but the yeah. halacha may say something very different. No, the halacha actually says yes. Yeah. The halacha says yes. The halacha says you can certainly sacrifice yourself to save Tzibur. That's for sure. That's the Gemara and Tainus, Papas and Linus. They give up themselves that there shouldn't be a pogrom because there was a there was a blood libel that the Jews killed the, the governor's daughter and they were going to kill the whole town. And they said we did it. And they didn't do it. And the Gemara Baskol comes out and says we're Papas and Linus stand. In Olam Haba, no, the tzaddikim don't stand. They gave up their life. That's not the question. The question is, can I give someone else's life up to save Am Yisrael? You can come and say, I know who did it. <laughs> you know the guy who got color this morning? And yeah. You know, the, you know, say about Kohanim. The, you know, the, 
the cast on him, right? That, that, that's what I... That you, that you, that you, <laughs> he has red hair and he's... You know. <laughs> Let's understand. Let's understand. There's a big question. There's a big question. What does it mean, La'ola? We're talking about what's, what, how is this La'ola? How is it, there's a Vanahafacho of Purim, and through Vanahafacho, we're able to get into the Eitzachayim, and as a result of attaching ourselves to the Eitzachayim, that lasts forever, and that's an extension of Purim, which lasts forever. How do you, what does it mean? What, what does it mean to, to attach to La'ola, to attach to forever? How do we attach to something that, in 30 years from now, we're going to remember it and we're going to experience it as if it happened and we're going to say, that was Simcha. I'm happy I did that. Forget about the things that we're going to look back in 30 years and say, I cannot believe I did that. It bothers me. It hurts me. I'm happy. I feel it now. I'm excited now, 30 years, as, as I was when it happened. That's Simcha. It never dissipates. The good feeling of that time that you went out of your way and you gave the stucker that you didn't have and you saved the person and you got up in the middle of that, whatever it was, and you say, I don't know, I don't really want to do it, but I'm going to do it. And that simcha, that lasts forever. Where, how do you, how do, where is that, what is that? How, what, what is that on Purim? Where's the Yolam? So let's look at a Pasuk. The Pasuk says, in that Paragdali, and then we'll look at a, at a question that the Babacher, the first above the Alta Rebbe asks, and we'll look at a Nimriyamis. And hopefully we'll try to have something for Purim that we can take forever. Pasuk says, Mordechai does Kolashanasa. Mordechai understood what was going on. There was going to be a genocide. Kill the Jewish people. And he gave out a cry. Gave out a cry. That's the first hint, by the way. Doesn't say a word. Doesn't say a word. Gave out a cry. I think it was the Baal Shem Tov that said that they bring that from Baal Shem Tov that there's a high level of davening where you stand in front of Hashem and you don't say a word. What's that to say? That's like the Lashon of Anit Fila. When Dovah says, Anit Fila, I'm a Tfila. Not, I'm Animit Palel. Anit Fila means... Look at me. Look at me. Right? Anit Fila. Anit Fila. That's the first thing. It doesn't say a word. He couldn't go into the shower. He can't go past the gate because he was wearing the sackcloth and you can't go there with the sackcloth. Any place in all the countries where the Melech, where Achashverosh had dominion, which had, which had rule, Evil Godala Yehudim. There was a tremendous mourning. They told Esther, something going on out there. I mean, the, the Jews are mourning. Mordechai is walking around in a sack of Efer. So, the Schalchel HaMalkam Od, Vatishlach Begadim LaHalbishas Mordechai, LaHalser Sakam Elovalokido. So, he says, what is he doing? Hey, she gives him, she sends him a, a change of clothing. Tell him to get dressed like a mensch. What is he wearing? Sack Efer. He doesn't accept it. Esther and Esther calls Hasach. Who's Hasach? Hasach, Daniel. Calls Daniel. Incredible. 
says, what's going on? He says, go find out what's going on. He goes to Mordechai, Mordechai tells him, you, you're living inside the palace of him. You don't know what's going on. And he tells him what's going on. The money that Haman gave to Achashverosh and they're going to destroy the Jews and in 11 months from now there's going to be a genocide. Everyone, Taf, and Nashim, and Nashim. And there was a letter that went out, signed by the king in his, in his handwriting, with his stamp. So he gave it him, go show Esther what's going on. Let him go into the king and pray and beg that this shouldn't take place to save her people. So what does he say? Daniel is a good messenger. He goes and tells her the story. Tell Mordechai, you know, listen, everybody knows. Every, all the servants, all the princes, all the sarim, everybody knows that no man or woman who's uninvited can go into the chatzar, what does it say? The chatzar hapnimis. If he's not invited, then there's one rule. If you walk in uninvited, your head's off. I can't go. Unless I, you know, unless I'm invited. And I wasn't invited, so I can't come. Can you imagine? The, your, 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 the people are going to be, your peop- the Jewish people are going to be destroyed. And she says, that's, I mean, I feel bad. You know, I, I you know. But, you know but, but what am I supposed to do? You know, I, I have to save myself. Achas Dasa Lahamis. Unable to approach him. Unable? Okay. She's unable to approach him. Excellent, David. Excellent. So Lakute Torah says, and this is the answer to the question. Lakute Torah, the, the Alter Rebbe says, it's not true. It's not true. There was another way in. There's the Chatzar HaPnimis, and there's something called what? The Chatzar HaChitzon. Look at what he says, Lakute Torah. <coughs> The Alter Rebbe says, "What does it mean when you go out to war?" Al Oyevecha, Al Oyevecha, the Hainu l'Makom She'ein Ha'Oyevim Shaltim. You go out to war, you have to be above your enemies. You have to go somewhere where they have no access. When you daven to Hashem, when you go out to war, you have to go to a place where the guy, where the enemy, where the Oyev has no access. Esther says, I can't get into the king because I, I have to go into the Chatzar HaPnimis, to the inner chamber. And I wasn't invited. And if you go into the inner chamber uninvited, then so the Lakute Torah asks, that's not a good answer. You know what Mordechai should have said back? Mordechai should have said back, so don't go through the Chatzar HaPnimis. Go to the Chatzar HaChitzona. There was, the Megillah itself says, Go to the Chatzar HaChitzona. Go to the Chatzar HaChitzona. 
We know that when Haman wanted to talk to the king, he went to the base Hachitzon. So it wasn't like there was only one place to go to the king in the base Hapnimis. You can go to the Chatzar Hachitzon. Why was she unwilling to take another... Listen, you can't get in this way, so you go in that way. going through a back door. Why do I have to go through the Chatzar Hachitzon? Ach Esther Kemashakosov Batorah Kisait Salamulcham. Where Haman goes, the Chatzar Hachitzon, that's not what she would. She didn't want to go to the same place. Esther, when she was going into the Melech, who's the Melech? We know in the Megillah, who's the Melech? Ha-Melech. Ha-Melech. Ha-Melech Yoshev al-Kiseirom Venisa. When she's going into the Melech, she has to go into a place, she has to go into a Mokom, where only she has access to that place. And you're not allowed to get into that place. You can't get in. You have to go through a sword that's back and forth. You can get killed if you go in. Uninvited. Ach Esther Kamashakosov Batora Sarochlomer Al Oivera Dahino Lamakum Sheeno Ovim Sholten. The Bechinas Chatzar Hapnimis Masha Enkem Bechinas Chatzar Achitzona. Hare Sham Yeshachizolo Homon Kamashakosov Homon Bola Chatzar Achitzona. Homon, he has access to the Chatzar Achitzona. Esther has to go into the Chatzar. What does that mean to go into the Chatzar Hapnimis? What does that mean? Look what he says. Achotzer apnimis hidechinas mavtechos apnimis beparshas rei hamshachos or einsof baruchol mibchinas soviv kol amin v'zeshakotzer shar hachotzer apnimis hapone kadim shupone lebchinas kadmano shalolam shupone lebchinas kadmano shalolam. The first piece in Rav Hutner. And held in Pesach, his first piece. He says, why does, <coughs> why does matzah have to be eaten? Bechipazon. What's Bechipazon? That's eaten quickly. That first matzah, be eaten quickly. Bechipazon. Pesach, and that's called Bechipazon. Why Bechipazon? He says as follows. He says, it is possible for a person to spend his whole life doing mitzvahs and not feel connected to the Rabbana Shalom at all. Now, if that's not a scary thought, it's possible for a person to spend his whole, her, or his whole life doing mitzvahs, learning Torah, and not feel connected to the Rabbana Shalom at all. You know why? Because feeling connected to the Rabbana Shalom is not our bodies, it's our neshamas. The neshama is from a place which is lamala min hazma. So to do a mitzvah in a way that's in this world, do a mitzvah in olam hazeh, in an olam hazeh type of way, bound by time and place. So then, uh, then Shama's not impressed. I mean, it's nice to do it. It's bad, you know, we could, we could be doing a lot worse things. But why is it that I'm doing so many mitzvahs and I'm involved with this my whole life that I don't really feel connected? Rafa says, because you're doing mitzvahs in a tachas, in, in a world of zman. If you pick it up and you do it bechipazon, what does bechipazon mean? Bechipazon means quick. What does quick mean? Listen, we can't, you know, we're not, it's no Michael J. Fox over here. You know, we we don't have time machines, right? We can't, it's not the, what's back to the future. But so how do, how do we do things in a way that's sort of trying to connect to that place that's Labalam and Azman? You do them quickly. Zerizos. Bechipazon. When we first become a nation, it has to happen in a way that's Lamalam and Azman. If we do things that are Lamalam and Azman, if we do things that are not in this world, but are a little bit higher, a little bit strong, if we get into the Neshama, then we can start feeling the Nebuchadnezzar. 
Esther says, listen, if I want to connect to the Rebbe if I want him to, if I want to feel connected, if I want to make this, if I want it to be something that's going to last forever, I can't go into the Chatzar HaChitzona. That's not where it is. That's not where it's at. We could spend our whole lives in the Chatzar HaChitzona. And, and it's beautiful. We should be doing all the Torah and the Mitzvahs. We're not going to feel it. We're not going to have that connection. We're not going to feel dveikus. Because we're in the chat, because that's where the, that's where Haman is. Haman bala chatzarachitzon. As it says, in order for Purim to be something that's going to last forever, the Purim's forever, and the Simchas forever, and the Adas forever, the only way to do that is to go into the chatzarachinimus. But you're uninvited. I'm gonna go into the chatzarachinimus? Me? Who am I? Who am I? Me? You? Do I really belong there? What? Uninvited. You know what happens on Purim? On Purim is on a hafahu. You don't have to be invited. You don't have to be invited. There's no, no one's looking at you saying, you? Where were you yesterday? How come? You didn't even come to Mincha. What are you, what are you, what are you doing here? And you're going to dance loud and then, then close your eyes and then scream and, no, 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 no. You go into the Chatzarachitzon. You don't belong here. That's the Yetzirah talking. That's the Yetzirah talking. On Purim we say, no, 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 you're not going to get me with that this time. And you force your way into the Chatzarachitzon. You're uninvited. It's the Yetzirah talking. I'm uninvited. Mordechai says, stop being silly. Stop being silly. Force your way in. Purim, we don't, we don't, we don't look at the chart on Purim. That's the way that we can start serving the Rabbanah. We can continue serving the Rabbanah in a way that lasts forever. When we start serving Hashem like that, it doesn't, it doesn't dissipate. It, it builds on it. When things are in, in the Gvul of Zman, so you do something in the Gvul of Zman, when the Zman passes through the mitzvah is gone, you go to the next mitzvah. But if we start doing things in a way that's the Chatzar HaPnimis, Chatzar HaPnimis deep, inside, focused, uninvited, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Who cares? We put them everything, everybody's like, then you start doing things. Then Adar takes on a whole new world. Misha Nechnas Adar, the moment Adar, that, these lessons of Adar, when they enter into us, and we start to go into the Chatzar HaPnimis. The Imre Yemes says, that's, incre- that's an incredible feeling. Then we start to feel very high without the drinking. You don't have to drink at all. You don't have to drink at all. <clears throat> the Nemuka Yosef says, the Indian of drinking on Purim is to make believe that you're drunk. You're not, you don't have to drink. You have to make believe that you're drunk. What, 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 you're supposed to make believe, by the way, that's what I do. My kids are always saying it when we have the, oh, you got drunk. I didn't, I don't, I, I, because everybody says, Lachaim, so, you know, I take a little shot. I'm not, you don't have to be drunk. You can, but you should, but you're supposed to act drunk. Act drunk means not to be inhibited. Not to be inhibited. Not to be worried. Not to be thinking so much. Adaloyada. Adaloyada. It's been a half of umamish, because generally speaking, we say, loyada means, Who's no yada? Chayr shot of a cotton is lav b'nei dayanin. They're the ones that have no dust. Are you suggesting that we should? Act? The answer is yeah, yeah, that, exactly, exactly. Because there's no inhibitions there. You know, it just it just goes. That's how we start to get into a place of laolamkai of nitzchias. Bezras Hashem, we should um, we should be zocher to do mitzvahs and learn Torah and serve the Rebbeinu starting now. And on Purim specifically, not to feel inhibited to understand that we don't have to be invited, everybody's invited on Purim specifically, and to be able to take that element of la'olamness, of foreverness, of nitzchiyas, and bring it into our lives, and mezvat Hashem, through that, as Esther was, will be zochah to a Yeshua, for all of Klai Yisrael b'chlal b'prat. Everybody should have a wonderful Purim, we hope to see you on Matzai Shabbos. Amen. 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 Amen.